Black life is not a color, it's a lifestyle on cliffcentral.com. Yeah, welcome to it. It's another Thursday morning and you're with us on Black Life. My name is Timisho Masha and all, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Monwabisi Tata. How are you doing, Monwabisi? I'm fine. I like how you think, like, you introduce the show like it's Timisho when it's Black Life. <laughs> so introduce me again. Let's try this again. Please okay. do it. Wait, you got to do it with your top billing voice. In this week's show, we're going to be discussing a couple of things. What are we discussing this week, Monobis? Uh, <laughs> no, we're going to move on. Uh, we've got a lot of things for you this week, uh, so make sure that you stay with us yeah. because we're going to be talking about Travel! where to go if you want to do something really exciting for you and your loved ones or for just you and yourself. Uh, also, it is... Um, Book week, national book week, national book week. Yes, yes. So yes, this yes. this show we're going to be talking about all things like really African and uh, get you in the mood uh, to go out there and find books, mm. know the importance of African of history and yeah. uh, and reading. We're going to be joined by uh, Professor Pitikantuli later on, so don't go anywhere. But first, let us let you know who has brought us this show for this week because this week's Black Life is brought to you by the original all-inclusive holiday provider club med discover the world with club med and choose from over 80 resorts around the world from quality family holidays to romantic couples escapes from sun to snow resort and city experiences club med is the ultimate paradise for the perfect break club med holidays enjoyed in style Style. there you go and in fact to talk to us about holidays enjoyed in style i've got in the studio with me uh a lovely lady and uh, a very lovely gent. lady, very lovely lady, isn't it? Mm. Um, Lisekho, how are you doing? I'm well. How are you doing? It is so good to be with you guys today in the studio, and I'm looking forward to a wonderful chat uh, about all things Club Med. And of course, we've got Stuart once again. How are you doing, guy? Hey, Stuart good. <laughs> good, good. And how are you guys? Fine, thanks. Uh, and you. Awesome, man. Listen, we're talking about 80 resorts around the world, right? Like, uh, give us a taste. What, what, where can we go if we decide to go on a Club Med experience? Um, I think first of all, it depends what sort of experience you're looking for. We've got, as you said, 80 resorts around the world. We've got a wide selection of resorts if you're looking for a more sun-orientated break. Otherwise, if you're going for ski, then we've got about 25 resorts in, in the European Alps. So first of all, the first choice is what sort of activities is it you're looking to do whilst you're away? What type of theme of break are you looking for? Yeah. Like if I'm looking for, uh, you know, something sunny because it has been winter yeah. in yes. South Africa. Yeah, yeah. And it's been dry uh, and it's been uh, cold and I want to go somewhere... Fantastic and sunny. Not too far away to start Chasing off with. Chasing the summer. Where, where do I go? Right Chasing now. the summer. I'd say your first, your, your best bet would probably be Mauritius. Mauritius. Mauritius, the yeah. closest, closest um, <laughs> sun destination that we have from South okay. Africa. So what can I do if I'm at one of your resorts in Mauritius and I'm talking something active? Uh, you know, maybe I want to sit on the beach one or two days. Uh, I want to sit by the pool. But third day I'm rested and I mm. want to get busy. Well, the nice thing about um, Club Med is that you can do as little or as much as you want, basically. So if you want to relax by the pool, you you can do that. Um, if you want to play a little bit of tennis, um, water ski, we've got a lot of water ski uh-huh. sports as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, so you can try something stuff, new. Like jet ski, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that would be quite awesome. Okay. Misha can't swim, so that could be a problem. <laughs> okay, oh, what about really? flying trapeze? I can't swim? We can okay. I like we've got the flying yeah. trapeze. Yeah. I like yeah. trapeze is awesome. You, you got flying trapeze? Where do you have flying trapeze? We've got flying trapeze, yeah. So in our resort of um, Albion and Mauritius, you can you can try it out for the mm. first time. We've got a full-on circus school. 
Um, Get but out. Be, yeah, 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 really, really high. You just swing off, and then by the by the end of the day, you're doing all sorts of acrobats in the air. That's absolutely amazing. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I suppose someone like Monobisi doesn't have to, when you say circus school, learn how to be a clown. He's already <laughs> quite good. At that. Maybe you can hire him. Easy time. Uh, 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 Very uh, there. easy. Very easy. <laughs> oh, he can look after our guests. But but I'm uh, loving this. Like in Asia, you've got destinations like Thailand, Indonesia, Malaysia, China, um, and then of course in Africa, you've got places like Senegal, Tunisia, and Morocco. Yes, we have, yes, and um, Egypt. Um, at Senegal, we've just recently announced we're going to be um, rebuilding a, a second resort in Senegal mm-hmm. um, that's due to open in the next two years, so that's fantastic news as well. Wow. Okay. Difficulty and is, we, it's, it's difficult access from South Africa up to Senegal. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. And in Morocco, where, where, where are we staying? What, what, which city? Is it the... We're in Marrakesh. You have oh, to. Oh, yeah, yeah man. It's beautiful. Mm. It is absolutely stunning. Yeah. That part of the world is absolutely amazing. I was yeah. there a couple of years ago, and it's just absolutely stunning. Are you guys by the beach? We've in got Mar- Marrakesh. Um, otherwise, you've got a resort which is called Agadir. Mm-hmm. Um, Agadir, which is located right on the right. Uh, on the beach. Well, if you want to, you know, get that whole Casablanca experience, then you just, you know, you get out there to Marrakesh, <laughs> huh? Uh, and of course, the Caribbean islands, because some people want to go somewhere far, far away where no one will spot them, especially if they're taking their macarpenis. <laughs> <laughs> the Bahamas, yeah, the Dominican no. Republic, Put Martinique, Guadalupe. What's Turks and Caros though? Turks and Caicos is um, not not far from the Bahamas. It's an adults-only resort. Oh really? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So you have to what, be what, minim- what? minimum eighteen years. What does um, that mean? Adults only resort. What uh, happens? Uh, at an <laughs> you're not allowed. <laughs> you go to have fun, basically. So yeah, with other adults. Fun for the adults. <laughs> with everybody. We don't know about that. <laughs> is it, is it, well, let me let me let me let me ask a question. Do you get to go there? Do you, do, you, do you go by yourself? And you can go by yourself. You can go with somebody else. Partner? You can go with a bunch of friends. It depends uh, on the sort of experience you're looking for. What, whatever happens in Caicos stays in Texas and Caicos. Definitely. Okay. All right. But of course, you know, if it's the middle of summer and I'm feeling particularly hot, I can do a ski resort, especially now December time, right? And and what what are some of the uh, destinations where I can go uh, skiing and go experience the snow? If you're going to go there with your significant other, I'd say the French Alps, we've got a resort there mm. called Val Terrens. It's one of our newest mm. resorts that we have. Um, it's been voted the best ski resort like two years in a row. So we would definitely recommend that. If you All can't right. ski, what's it, not what's to it worry. Called? What's it called? Val Terrens. Val Terrens. Best yeah, ski Val resort Terrens in the world two years in a row. Yeah. And you know, Monobisi and I have just had, uh, Babies, so uh, the way we travel now is kind of different. Very different. You know, <laughs> you guys have like child-friendly hotels and and that sort of thing. I, th- I think in 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 Mauritius you've got something around a uh, kid club, the kids clubs. Yeah. yeah, tell us more about that. So we've got um, kids clubs that are especially for, for instance, if you were to go to Mauritius, that's right. the one that we would recommend. It's only four hours away. Oh, and lovely. also depending on um, how old are the kids, because you don't want to be traveling for far too long with the kiddies. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, yeah Mauritius sense. would be the best mm. one to go to. We've mm. got kids clubs from ranging from three months old. So you can actually go to Get your, yeah, here. so go on holiday and you. With the baby. Yeah. With mm. the baby. Mm-hmm. And you'll have someone from Club Med looking after the baby, so you can have fun. Oh, Is this man. now like twenty-four hours? They get to sleep with the baby. It's still your child. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, when you when you're in Mauritius at night, hey, that's when good things hey, must happen. They must happen. <laughs> so they okay, thanks for looking after too. the baby during the day, but like, guy, I need it at night. Yeah. That's when I need you to take over. Yeah, you know, you know like, what I mean? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I, I think I think when you travel with family, but then again, so if I'm not with kids, 
you guys would still suggest I mean how many uh, You guys have two resorts in, in, in Mauritius Yes we've got two resorts in Mauritius Right um, One that is a five star More quiet more relaxed So if right. you want to zen out That's the one that you would go to With your significant other Okay mm-hmm. um, And then we've got Sounds another like one La Pointe Yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> We've got another one where it's La Pointe It's more family oriented Right um, And um, it's a four trident resort that we have Okay So that's the one that we'd say If you want to travel with the kiddies It's got the best kids clubs Right Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and then you've also got this trident thing, like like everybody keeps talking about tridents as opposed to like stars. Can we equate a star to a trident, or or how does it work? More or less, yes. I mean, the higher the, the higher your trident level, then the higher the the the, the level and the quality of comfort mm-hmm. in the resort. Right. Um, but also choice of activities as well. If you've got a wider choice of activities, then you want to be into the five trident resorts where we have the most. Okay. Uh, and by the way, a trident is uh, a fork. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's it, whose fork was it? It was not Zeus, Neptune. Right? Neptune's yeah. fork. Neptune. That's right. Just in case you're like sitting there and going, "What the hell is a trident?" <laughs> that's that's what we're talking about. Um, it's very exciting, you know. But how does one go about booking a holiday with you guys? Can we do like staggered payments? You know. <laughs> Uh, lay by Lay by Can, I mean how do we do this you know? It's actually quite easy With Club Med Because you can um, You can decide to book online um, You can call us directly At the call center um, You can go to any of our Travel agencies as well To be able to book And um, with us What's quite nice is that Once you um, basically book in You just pay your deposit Okay. Um, that secures basically your um, your travel. Right. So right. you don't necessarily have to stagger it, but you pay the deposit, um, okay. secure it, and okay. then you're in for it. Yeah. Okay. Right. And do we book in, I mean, like if I'm going overseas, am I booking in foreign currency or is it uh, still in rand terms? You're booking in rands. It's still oh, South okay. African czar. Right. Um, and of course, there's always these fluctuations. As we know, our rand is like uh, up and down these days, like our weather. You never know what to expect. <laughs> Especially <laughs> so at the minute. Why are you chasing yeah. the rand? Yeah. So let's say I've booked a holiday, right? And I'm one of those people who's really into planning it's three months before and i'm about to go on holiday i've paid the deposit suddenly the rent goes down what happens then the thing you pay the same price i'm still paying the same price still pay exactly the same price we once once you've paid your deposit then the price of your holiday is guaranteed in rent ah, I see. we okay. don't we won't make the the the, the price so there's of the no catches yes absolutely no none. catch none at all the so only catch is, deposit and it's done the only catch is if you are not much fun you won't enjoy yourself but i'm sure you guys will try <laughs> and help us out there all right. Well, I mean, that, that, that's really like a lot of fun and, and something to consider, especially the destinations. I'm, I'm, I'm just loving the places where one can go. Um, I'm checking out Mauritius now and I'm thinking. I'm, I'm even checking oh. out, you know, places like in uh, other parts of the world. Like there's, there's still Greece, Greece which yeah. is still really exciting. Turkey uh, for that sort of East, Western European kind of mix. Uh, places like Japan, Italy and China. France you have there as well. Everyone wants to go on a Parisian holiday. Have you guys got resorts in Paris or is France? France more like your uh, in the in, in the south. By yeah, the way. We, we, we've got different resorts in France. Um, the main ones that we sell from South Africa, obviously, the ski resorts. But what we can organise is a city stopover mm-hmm. um, oh, in Paris. So go right. and spend a few days in Paris first of all, do the visits, yeah. do the okay. shopping, and then go off and have fun on your holiday. So you can do that. You can yeah, stagger absolutely. your. So you yeah. can start from one. Yeah. And then go to another. Yeah. yeah. And we organise that totally. Oh, okay. So it's all in house. So you know that it's, it's going to work out. Yeah. And because it, I, I must say, for me as a traveller, I like to know that somebody has my back. Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't. I don't want 
I, w- I want to go there, but I don't have to. W- I don't want to worry about having to get to one place and then now worry about the next transition. I mean, so you guys do the whole trip. We take care of the whole trip. Okay, basically, th- th- that is flights, flights, transfers, transfers. Wow. Your, oh, wow. Yeah, you stop over if you're in Paris. We take care of all of that. So and the best of both worlds. And of <laughs> course, the activities. I mean, mm. I can just book that straight through the hotel. It's not like some extra cost elsewhere, and it's just all in one package. Resort activities included. Yeah, and I mean yeah. the resort activities there on offer so we, we we have an app that you download before you go and that way you've got a full program of what's going on in the resort sure. um, so you uh-huh. know what time for example your fitness lessons start or if you want to learn how to sail for example then we'll tell you sure. what time to be down mm. on the beach and then you just turn up do you guys do have uh, i see you got deep sea diving like scuba diving full um, yeah we can do scuba diving yeah absolutely okay and yeah. you've got the courses if people haven't actually got their license and that sort of thing yes. at the resorts right yeah yes. yeah you can do your paddy courses for example whether you're a beginner whether mm. you're an intermediate all the way through yeah. to advanced because mm. i need to do that once again i probably yeah, have to, uh, to yeah. get relicensed because mm. i think i haven't uh scuba dived in nearly five years <laughs> but uh i mean like uh, when you talk about places like uh china and japan the far 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 east mm. what kind of resorts are talking about especially let's start with china um what are we looking at there is it mainland china or is it is it hong kong (laughs) you could do both again like we said with the stopover so we would prepare something for you so you actually um go to hong kong and on your way to we've got um two resorts right now guilin um and we've got i Donggao. Donggao. is the way that. That's in China. That's in China. Oh, that's a city in China. Donggao. Donggao is an island. It's an island. It's um, just off of Macau. So you'd fly into Hong Kong, spend a few days in Hong Kong. Right. And then we'll take you by boat over to Donggao. And Donggao is known as being the Chinese Maldives. Yep. So for diving, for example, it's top notch. Okay. Or try the Maldives. Have, have they eaten all the fishes? Or am I going to see something there? <laughs> You'll see something. Am, am, I, being, You'll still am I being racially be... stereotypical? You're being like, very stereotypical. Sorry, You'll sorry, still sorry. find Nemo. Yeah. <laughs> and Japan. <laughs> I, you know, I really love to go to Japan. It's one place that I have you not been to. Mm. Where in Japan do I go with a Club Med holiday? Japan is absolutely awesome. Um, we've got two resorts in Japan. We've got a ski resort. Uh-huh. Um, on the island of Hokkaido, so oh, you can go up, in the so, north, so right? up to ski. Yes. I feel um, like I'm getting a geography lesson. <laughs> I'm well. getting a school lesson on what I should have done. <laughs> and, and now, and now all this You're history. A lesson on, on, of like, what, you know? what is this city and where is it? Yeah. I don't know where Dongzong yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So, no, so sorry. Fl- fly into Tokyo, spend a few days in Tokyo, then go off and ski, um, in, in northern Japan. Hmm. Um, and the ski is really, really well known for in northern Japan. If you're, if you're a good skier, you've got good powder snow, good quality snow hmm. um, so it's not something that we sell lots of from 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 south africa because it's obviously very Transport, very far yeah. um but um an absolutely stunning resort um otherwise you've got the resort of kabira which is to the south right. um it's a, a small island um and it's more a beach sort of tropical paradise type okay. resort and those kind of resorts are like the birthplace of, of sushi the south of japan is where yeah. Yeah. food is from. absolutely fantastic right mm. the food is fantastic in the resort. listen uh, you know, there's a perception about South Africans and how we travel. Like, we like saving, obviously, the next rand or, you know, I, I, I don't know. Like, South Africans, we know not to be good travelers. <laughs> what does that Bottom mean? Bottom line. No, yeah. <laughs> let me, let me, quantify, okay. let me quantify. quantify. Let me quantify. Let me quantify. 
And and the reason I'm saying that is because like we're always trying to save a buck. Like if I book flights myself, if I you know pay for food or you know we pack our own scuff tins and we try and take them over. Now. I mean, you guys have an all-inclusive package. Yeah, I mean, right? that, that's why yeah. Club Med is the ideal choice. We've got the all-inclusive package, and we were speaking earlier on about the um, exchange rates impacting everything. Right. Once you've paid your deposit, your price is guaranteed, and you know that that is going to be the price that you're going to pay for your full holiday. Mm. You don't actually need any spending money once you get to one yeah. of our resorts because everything is included. Really? Your food, yep. you spoke about South Africans. Drinks are also included. Very important. Very important for South Africans. But it's all yeah. included from the morning up until the evening. So yeah. you basically have nothing that you need to worry about you can put your wallet away in the safe and just go and enjoy yourself right right and when i get there i mean language is a very big thing you know um for example in china you know yeah. whenever you travel to china you speak with a calculator that's the english yeah. that is you know <laughs> yeah how, how, how do we i mean when we get to these foreign con- countries in 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 the club med resorts um the main language is english mm. right um so the ah. majority of our resort staff will all speak to you um in english okay awesome. the resorts where south africans most often travel to we've also got south african staff that are there mm. okay. um so we've actually i think we've got a team of about seven or eight um in our chinese resorts of Dongal that are from South Africa. I'm going there. Yeah. So, so we can like speak Kosa to them. There's I, no doubt. No, Kosa people yes, no. there. Yeah. You can do that. We've got Z who's from Sochengu in Mauritius. So. Yeah. Get out of here. No way. No way. Sosh. Shout out to Z. Z. Yeah. Well, that sounds awesome, guys. Yeah, um, I think so. It's home away from home, basically. It's home away from home, definitely. And yeah, but, but it's a better home because you get to spend much more time with your family. Yeah, um, yeah. because you know you don't have to worry about. They're like there so, in your yeah. room all well, the time. No, no, no. You get in rid of them. Go off and go off and send them and, and do the different sports. Those that want to go and chill on the beach can do. Those that want to do something. The wife can go for a spa day. Absolutely. You know yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. Ah, and and where do we book? Uh, do we go online or are there club med uh, travel agencies? You can go online, clubmed.co.za. Okay. Um, you can, we'll be able to get us there. Um, you can call us directly on our call center number and we'll have a friendly call center agent that will be able to help you. Or you can go to any travel agency and just say you want to book a Club Med holiday. They'll okay. be able to help as well. Otherwise, come in and see us. You can come in and see us. We're yeah. based in Design Quarter in Four Ways. Come oh. and say hi. Okay. Okay. And that, that's, that's a great place to book Absolutely. as well, huh? Definitely. Yeah. And, and you get the full package there. That's your, that's your office. I can see everything that you offer and it's yes. exclusively Club, club Med. So I know what I'm booking and what you guys have spoken about, I'm going to get anywhere I book. Absolutely. All right. Same formula everywhere. And then the app. You've got the new app now. Yes. Can I go on the app and also try my like it booking fact, on the app? Yeah, can, can we try right now? For the, for <laughs> okay. You can't book on the app. The app that we've just launched is actually an app um, for the people that have booked their holiday. Uh, Before they go mm-hmm. to one of our resorts, uh, they can download okay. the app and then that way they can see photos. They can get more information about right. each one of the resorts. They can also see the program, what's going to go on whilst you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're there, the themes of the evenings and the buffets and that sort of thing. Um, and then you can share photos afterwards as well. On that. All right. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, I think, Mona BC, uh, it was great talking to you guys. Um, thanks for coming in once again and letting us know where we can go when we want to spend our very valuable so, rand on a holiday. I want to put them on the spot. Okay, right? put them on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this show is unexpectedly spotty, right? Um, spotty. Let's, what's, what's your favorite destination? Uh-huh. Oh, that's a tough Out of one. Eight. She's always traveling as I'm well. I'm always She's traveling. Never in the office. <laughs> okay, yeah, actually, that's a good idea. Let's hmm? ask her, what's your favorite yeah. destination? Um, and why? So far, 
it's been the Maldives. Ah, why? Ah. Yeah. Because I've heard the Maldives is notorious for like sometimes having crazy weather, but maybe I'm wrong. Oh, the, when we went now, the weather was absolutely fantastic. Okay. Um, we went to um, a resort in the Maldives called Finalu, which is villas only. So it's all about luxury. <laughs> Personal service, mm. um, butler I service. Like I can roll with that. Um, and how does it compare to a place like Mauritius? For those who you know who have never been out, whether to the Maldives or Mauritius, and they're thinking of you know a lot of people like to go to those places, especially on honeymoon. Oh, that would be definitely a good spot for for honeymooners. Mm. Um, like I said, if you're looking for something that's quite high end, quite luxury, um, luxurious as well. If you're looking to zen out and just enjoy yeah. the beauty of the Maldives, mm. that's right. exactly mm. where you go. Scuba diving—that's the best place to go. All right, um, yeah. as well. So yeah. So so now, uh, this is a very basic question. Okay, what's your background? Like, how did you get to? This point I mean Yeah Like everybody wants your job Because I definitely <laughs> Just hearing it And listening to, Like I want your job Right now So Why can want you her like job? Hire I want her job Right now What's the job Yes So, so What I do mean, you do Like What is your title Marketing manager For ah, Club Med South Club Africa how, how did you get there Tell us We want to know Like what's the road To, to, to be The road to be You know Marketing manager For Club Wow Med. My background is actually Very Different. Um, I actually come from banking. Oh, yes. Yo. So you needed to count the money first. <laughs> I come from banking, but I was a marketing manager um, in the banking industry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had been there for a while, like a while. Right. So I needed something different, um, and I tried something different, um, and I love traveling. So right. the two together just was a match made in heaven. Hmm. Yeah, it, it affords me to the opportunity to be able to travel. Which is great. Especially on someone else's back. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's, she's glowing, you know? <laughs> hey? So, so the next trip you're going on, I mean, what, what, what are the chances like <clears throat> a brother can, can come along just <clears throat> to help you with, with anything that you might need? Luggage that you <clears throat> might need picked up, uh, carried. You which, know. which brother would this be? Yeah. Oh, so specifically out, talking like, about like myself, you know. <laughs> I mean, out. on a totally platonic level, unless, you know, once we get there, you know. What, you, yeah, what yeah. happens there? Yeah. But no. is into Zulu men. Oh, you didn't. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> so, oh, yeah, you and I automatically were yeah, like, we like, like, you know, I'm like a quarter Zulu no, somewhere. A hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, she only does hundred percent travel with hundred percent. So you're going with a taxi driver? Is that 100% enough for you? <laughs> if you can take me to the Maldives, that's fine. I can imagine they're trying fine. to eat some lobster in there. Where's your land? I'm just kidding. Sorry, Zulu people, please don't attack me on the streets. I'm just kidding. I'm part Zulu as well. Don't be jealous. Yeah, yeah no, he's very jealous. I'm just jelly. Okay. Yeah, don't very be jelly, jelly. jelly. Right. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for coming through. And uh, uh, Wait, really wait, wait. I want to ask you it again. Okay, we're running out yes, of time here. Sure. Yes. It's a jam-packed so what's, show. What's, what's your favorite destination? My favorite destination, it has to be Marrakesh. Marrakesh and Morocco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Morocco. Why is Mor- that, man? Why is that? Um, it's a resort. I've been there many, many times. It's a resort where we, where we used to take um, a lot of travel agents so they could get a good feel for the Club Med product. Um, and the destination is, is just fantastic. We've got a nice resort, which is a little bit located outside of the center. Um, but then afterwards you get a bus and it's like 10 minutes away from the center of Marrakesh and it's just buzzing and it's absolutely fantastic. I okay. love it. Speaking actually of, of like, uh, especially Northern Africa, well, yeah. Arabic Africa, yeah. you know, I think a lot of South Africans are generally scared to go to Africa, 
But when it comes to Arabic and Northern Africa, things like, for example, religious customs, um, uh, you know, how do those factor in? Are you in a resort all by yourself? And I'm, I'm asking this like seriously mm. because mm. sometimes you're like, no, you can't drink in the streets. Yeah. Uh, you worry that if I, if I take my wife to a place like Egypt, does she have to be covered up all the time or, or things like that? Uh, with your resorts, I'm on the resort. I'm not necessarily. Yeah, when, when, when you're in the resort, you live the resort and you live okay. as, as the way that you want to live afterwards. If you go outside of the resort, if you're on excursion, then obviously then there are certain um, rules that you would respect. Of course, um, the, of course. The, 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 but the once I'm on the resort, at least once I can you're stay in the resort, you on can the drink, resort. you can eat, you can have fun, yeah. you can, can party. Eat, That's I can eat for. my pork. Absolutely. And then I've just had a Twitter question to say, um, if we're a group booking, do you guys take group bookings? And if so, is there any discounted rate for any group bookings? Yes, we have a lot. I mean, we have, we, 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 of course, organize group bookings. Um, and we do have discounted rates. We have lots of special offers. I mean, it would depend when it is that you're wanting to travel. Right. Um, we've got a really good offer, um, where the earlier you book, then the better the saving that you're going to get. So if you're booking more than six months before, you can save up to 15% off of the, off of your, your holiday. Say what? Yeah, yep. 15%. I mean, that's a lot of money off that's of a, a holiday. That's a lot of money. I think it comes to about five, six thousand rand per six, person. Six, seven, five. So, uh, so yeah. no, repeat that. Cause I, you know, I'm busy getting something now. ready. What, but if we Let's go over how now. many? Just tell me. No, no, six no. people. No, uh, if if you if you book like well in advance, like six months in advance, okay, mm. yeah, yeah, and you you can get up to fifteen percent off. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Which which is actually an incentive to actually plan your holidays. Yeah. Which is yeah. great. But which I mean, if you look if you look at the moment, we we haven't increased any of our prices with the recent um, uh, rand fluctuations. Really? Okay. Yeah. So so our pricing has stayed stable. You can book your holiday up until the end of October of next year mm. by paying your deposit today. You've guaranteed the price of your of your holiday and you're saving fifteen percent. So it definitely pays to think about it now and get in. Okay. I think we need to do something for our listeners because. This yeah, is amazing. definitely. Like this is amazing. I, th- like, I think we definitely need to do something where one of our or two of our listeners can get a chance to win a trip to one of these. I think so. Resorts. I think so. So we'll we'll chat with Stuart and Lesir offline. Yeah, <laughs> and then so but that we, we get, get to go our with story. them, of course, so that they of can course. have a great time. You know, you know what I'm saying. We okay. we need to ensure that they have a great ah, time. I will make it happen, guys. You just stay tuned to Black Life, and yeah. good things will happen to you. You'll you see. see? <laughs> You'll see. So yeah, so it's been a pleasure having you guys. Uh, I think we need to ask the the producers to get them on air quite regularly yeah, because, like, once I, more. I'm learning about like a lot more other things about, you know, my limited mind. You know, for me, like, if I go to such and such a place, that's where I'm gonna go with my family mm-hmm. because that's what I was told that mm-hmm. it's a cool place. Yeah, it's come and it's a resort, so yeah, you like and, everything and is not, there. You, you know, as as South Africa, for me, for me, I'm talking now for myself as mm. Monwabis. We're not as well traveled as we think we are. We're not well traveled at all. And that's because we work too hard. We spend too yeah. long working and we need to be able to take and time. And we spend off. all our money on, on, on things that are, you know, yeah, like a not car. necessarily lifestyle me, like, stuff. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, my car's losing value. Mm. But traveling, I'm gaining experiences and, 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 you know, so, I mean, China, Greece, mm. Marrakesh, I'm, I'm getting schooled here. And, yeah. and, <laughs> and it's, it's not easy absorbing all this all in like one show, jam packed, you know. So I think we need to ask our producers yeah. to have, Let's bring them to back. have Lesiko and, 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 um, Stuart. Especially quite, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't going to say that, but like. <laughs> Said it. It's yeah. Okay. There. No, it's, all right. Well, if she's not traveling. So if we need to get her if she's not traveling, right? Exactly. In between the travels to be us. Speak I'm not to my PA. Oh. Okay. We'll talk to your PA then. <laughs> Okay, on that note, it's 11.30. We have to go to a commercial break. We'll be right back with these.
Black life is not a color, it's a lifestyle. On cliffcentral.com. May I introduce myself? I am an African caressed by African winds, trade and anti-trade, washed by her many rivers, pure and impure, endurance tested by the rugged edges of Mount Kilimanjaro and Okashaba. Within the retina of my eyes, in the midst of sandstorms, I carry a clear vision of our rebirth. I swear by every grade of sand in the Sahel and in the Halakhadi. I taste the fragrance of dawn in Nyanga, Langa, Kukuletu, in Sowetu, and in Shavel. In my mother's womb, I was a neighbor to a bullet. And today I taste the fruits of freedom in my land. Am I not the son of great African women of Ya Asantewa, of Ghana, of Umekiti Lili, of Kenya, who walked 200 miles in defiance of British you know, imperialism? Am I not the son of Mbuyane Handa? Yes, I'm the child of the warrior queens of Africa, of Nzingandongo, of Angola, of Mantantise, Wabatokwa, of Usarunia, of the Andes. I am indeed the child of my mother. I've suckled the languages of my people from my mother-sweating breasts. Kinas laki sama pila ki laka khomu ki laka mtipa. Kinalis timela saki sama laka ntaku ka pila ki sama buchu. Kari kasi pila ka kopla li mchima na kari mchima na chuka mo tileng timela sedla. Ari mpempe wala pisa. Munu kona keza hai. Yilin rebele mina. Yungum salwa na mbalundulu zimbunde lana laka ngeko kaba kongi ushowe mamba. Upele luguti pambalala pasi mateli kwa ligbeto za pelu mlandu. Unga figu za puyo orlo sekuwa. Partei mal ekesa swarte afrikano dekter. Ekse me hart verlang na ristelte. Van di veye veve de felt. Fer van di stad geliere me di tlank en tlank van geld. Me hart verlang na rifreye reimte van me sil evorten verstaan. Ekse nog de son op de felt en die eva geblo daar boe. Me hart skit vol van heimwe en me drome seng. And me oye. Nina Begnen. Nina Bagalazit. And a flabble of Shashetel. But our shampoo is Shashabula when I wash here thing with the Tim Convo. Satala's mamma, Maki, Wutoyagela. When our Kaula King George Pesha was oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Jomom Zuluga Konagi. Nitu Vesurunya Dum Kabati, Lokabati, Lukuja Gabulawai. Oh, Tosang is the Tabis Makelegate. Uvezi wakasi banga nya umbo umbo sumyama Uvefa luluga punga numa keba Uvefa luma pala zipote kabiga chita la hakabala Lujengu luga punga sebula wini Lujengu luga punga wangoma Pawili mposa bumtaka chama Pawili mposa mewashi zizi wewe zikeza kutuhuza kakisi mani Bekeza wepe igiti kwa sulu Nanamcha zabani nibe mposa mamangele Nyungumba mbuche ndune mkule ya ulonti uchama pogo wafezi lubutu bukibile Ugu yi njangu kukusara nangu kupata wanaanga wanagele Lezi mwa tisefude siwe Awanangu kamula uwenza lomu segelo Yili nyeze nje inja Ba, 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 now we are okay. Now we are blessed. Now we are, we are more than okay. Yeah. 
Well, thank you very much for joining us yeah, uh, this prof. morning, Prof. Uh, we've got in the studio with us Professor Pitika Ntuli, and uh, you just heard a clip from uh, one of his most famous uh, poems. And, uh, you know, it's so good that we're talking about this because, of course, it's book week from the 7th to the 13th of September. Yes. And uh, it's important that we read books in general. But I think it's also important that we read South African books. Baba, tell us, uh, before we start, you're a poet as well as a sculptor, as well as a, uh, an a author. A professor. And a professor. A professor of, uh, of what? Uh, I'm a professor of uh, you know, fine arts, and I'm an adjunct professor of sociology. Ah, okay. So um, as a sculptor, and I, and, and I, and I went and, and, and looked for your, your art pieces, you sculpt in almost every medium, from bones to stones, wood, <laughs> Uh, steel. Have you been sculpting your whole life, or was it something that happened later on in life once you went out into exile? I, I think when I just stepped into uh, uh, you know exile, uh, with all the frustrations, uh, I realized that words were not enough to articulate what I was actually feeling and thinking. Mm. Then uh, began now to draw, and then to paint, and then uh, you know, to sculpt. Mm. And because I was so fed up with the system in it, I got so much energy. I think that's why I decided that if I have to sculpt, then I got to sweat. Mm. That's where I decided to to rest. Well, you did say that uh, you know sculpting will bruise you, will burn you, um, will do all sorts of things to you. <laughs> that's from your experiences of sculpting, right? <laughs> yeah, I remember, take us through some of those. I remember saying that uh, you know sculpting is like a bullfight. Yes. Uh, you are there, you are the matador, you are holding up your sword say, and a red flag and the bull is coming over, you know, charging to you. Hmm. One slight mistake, the horn is going to, dis, uh, is going to disembowel you. Hmm. So when you sculpt, you are sculpting a huge stone. At the minute, I'm carving a 15-ton Madiba with the rainbow children. Hmm. You chip off one little piece of it you can't actually put it uh, in a bag or paint over it like in painting. Yes. We have to descale the entire thing. That's why I'm saying it is battering, it is it is this, it is dirty, you sweat. By the time you get home, you can count the number of muscles by the number of aches you feel in your body. Wow. And I mean, how do you move something like that around? How do you get a stone like that to a place that's your workshop? You have, uh, you know, cranes today that can carry things up to 42 tons. Mm. That's what technology is. So when we brought in the stones that we brought, that were about 10 more than life-size, hmm. uh, in Weinberg, it destroyed the entire pavement. We had to reconstruct the pavement in order to finally bring the stones back into where you know, they belong. And, and hmm. talking of technology, have the techniques of sculpting changed? Uh, are you using technology or are you still using the old-fashioned method of a chisel Chip. and a hammer? Mm. Do you know what? If you were to try to use a, a, a hammer and a chisel on a Zimbabwe black or Belfast black granite, mm -hmm. you hit 10 times, you hardly leave a mark. So you have got to go to angle grinders that sure. are diamond, uh, diamond, uh, cutting. diamond tip, mm. right. uh, diamond cutting right. uh, in, in a tools. So you have to have... Uh, a group of well-trained, uh, you know, technicians who are very disciplined uh, enough to say, 
this is where I want us to cut here and here before I put my final mark. Right, mm. it's right. a very demanding, exhausting, uh, you know, things. You cannot help but uh, admire the people that are doing that. Mm. And when you when you sculpt, um, you know, your inspiration, where does it come from? How do you decide that I'm going to use wood this time as a medium, or steel, or granite? Or bones, for example. Mm. You see, when you actually look at uh, the uh, continent of Africa, when people go into a festival, mm. whether it is in Nigeria, the Kelede Festival or the Bondu Festival, you are going to find that these people are going to be in costumes. Mm. And while they are dancing with these costumes, they are going to have sculptures of wood hanging over their head. You are going to have uh, sculptures made out of shells uh, over their head. Mm. It's all multidisciplinary. So because my spirit is infused with the very spirit of Africa, uh, you know, totally, I began working up on very huge stones. <laughs> and then while I was working up on one huge stone, and I was just walking about, I saw the biggest, uh, you know, chain from a tank that was lying in my studio. Mm. When I went to bed, that chain had moved from where it is. I saw it at the back of a, a woman I was carving. It's mm. a backbone. It's chain reaction yes. uh, to power. <laughs> I woke up in the morning and said to my guys, guys, let's open this back here of this woman. They said, why? I said, we are putting this chain. Wow. They said, no, you're absolutely crazy. <laughs> it took us three weeks in order to put that chain and embed it right into that uh, you know, piece. Now you see the woman with a chain at the back, mm. you know, blocking, blocking blows uh, in yeah. it with that dignity. Mm. So sometimes the material invites itself. Mm. Uh, you know, mm. to you, you set out to do something, mm. and mm. then by just your eyes straying away from what you're doing, you see an object in there. The way the mind works, it incorporates it. Yeah. Now, um, spiritually, tell us about your background. Your father was uh, a preacher, and your uncle was. Uh, am I going to? I don't want to get it wrong. Isangom. Yeah, Isangom. Yeah. How did that influence you to get where you are, especially as an African? Yeah, what happened is that uh, my father was a, a, a priest, mm. brimstone fire priest. When mm. he preached about uh, hell, men and women would stand on the chairs and say, mm. you know, put it down. He mm. was so devoted to it. Mm. When his brother comes and visits, he says, here is a slave of the white man <laughs> who preaches the religion of the white man. <laughs> who oppresses uh, uh, my sister uh, in, you know, in, in, in here mm. with the story of Jesus Christ. Mm. Sure. And then my, my father would look at him and said, here is this backward thing that doesn't want to be touched <laughs> by uh, civilization. <laughs> but they were so close. M Christmas <laughs> must have been interesting. At your house. It was very interesting. <laughs> Every then, day must have yeah. been interesting having the brothers. Yeah. And then one of our totems, uh, we are the hyenas, mm. but we are also a mamba snake. Mm. One day the Sanusi Sangoma uncle came and said to my father, have you ever seen a mamba traveling with his old children, his whole family? <laughs> my brother says, no. My father said, no. He says, that's exactly what you want to do, going against your own totem, walking sure. with your children to Christianity. Mm. Sacrifice that little uh, naughty one there uh, for me. During school holidays, He's going to stay with me when I'm going about curing people during school time. He is yours. Mm. And then we will leave him like that. When he's older, he's going to decide as to whether between the two of us, who was right, me or you. Hmm. Then I was apprenticed to him. 
What did you decide? I didn't. Uh, no, no, I had no decision. I mean, yeah. he came up uh, with me. He says, "Do you see that horse?" I said, "Yes." I said, "Do you want to ride a horse?" I said, "Yes." He put me onto the horse, <laughs> and then I rode with him on a horse. From then, I didn't look back. I loved horses, <laughs> so I went over with him. Now, wherever he was curing people and doing stuff, for about um, ten years, I was with him. I didn't realize that. I was being initiated into a sangoma because Ntulis do not get initiated formally. Hmm. Ah. Ntulis amongst the Ngunis have got such a spirit that uh, no one in the Nguni clan has got the power. It's like when you, you, somebody graduates, you hmm. must be more educated than you. Hmm. So no one is spiritually equipped like Ntulis. So you're not going to, you're not going to find Ed Ntulis hmm. who has been initiated. Yes. There hmm. may be sangomas and all, but they're not initiated. Initiate when you are young mm. and not tell you that they're initiated. Yes. <laughs> then you go over on a journey of discovery when things start happening that are different. <laughs> so in my case, Zed, when I was uh, 16, my uncle said to me, come, we are going on a special mission today. I said, yes, he made me sit in front of a tree and said, look at this tree. Don't stand up until this tree speaks to you. <laughs> I'm 16. How can a tree speak to me? I mean, uh, yeah. already or, or Tabi Seng has kissed me on the cheek. Mm, mm. And, and I'm studying physics and chemistry. Yes. And the tree is going to speak to me. This old man is crazy. And as I sat down there, when I looked back, I sat forward. Now I was looking at the branches of the trees and I was into politics. Inadvertently, I stood up and shouted, Viva! Huh. Oh my. Because I saw the arms now, there were people struggling in here. That's what I saw in the tree. In the tree. Then he says to me, Now you have fulfilled your purpose. That's all he said. And then he left. Huh. Years later, I'm in exile and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about him and I'm worrying about him. I sit in front of a tree. A young guy, huh. uh, you know, Jonathan Makakula, who was my student at the primary school, says, You always sit in this tree and look at this dead tree. What's happening? Mm. I said, no, today I'm looking at this dead tree because the person who taught me about this dead tree is dying this weekend. How did you, did you get a phone call or you no, just, you just no. knew in your spirit? There were no phone calls during those days. Of course, you were in exile. I was in exile. Mm. So I, I realized what I had said to him. Baba, where were you in exile? In Swaziland. Okay. Mm. So when I sat down there with the people I was teaching with, then I said to this old guy in Tombell, I said, Saturday morning, when they bring in the mail, they are going to bring in a, a telegram, and the telegram is going to tell me that my uncle has, uh, has passed on. Wow. <laughs> and therefore, I must start now doing something about it. He says, did you hate him so much that you wish him to, to, to be dead? <laughs> I said, I don't know what I'm telling you, but I'm telling you what's mm, going to happen. Mm, mm, mm. Then the postman was coming, and when he pulled out that uh, orange yellowish, a telegram thing he looked at me and I looked at him and when he knew. opened that's what they said then I stood up right there and then into my buggy bought a hammer and a chisel sat in front of that tree and began carving that tree taught by the most ignorant person in the world myself mm -hmm. <laughs> how to carve and yes. how to sculpt yeah so that then at that particular stage I began to feel that uh, the prophecy that the old man made and my mm. father in here. I am here and now I'm a, a, I'm a teacher. Mm. Mm. I'm here, I, I'm a Sangoma. I end up in the United States. I get uh, my Master of Fine Arts uh, in a degree mm. in, uh, in, uh, in aesthetics. 
I leave the United States. I do a second master's degree. This time, a second in, uh, master's. Second master's degree. Mm. Uh, without the BA and the honors in England, they accepted yeah. me to do a comparative industrial relations and British labor law. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> and then as I was doing it, I was commissioned by the United Nations uh, Labor Office to look at the mining sector in South Africa and the agricultural uh, you know, sector in uh, South Africa. I was getting into the world the post-modern, post-structuralist. Mm. I'm dealing with the highest philosophical concepts. I'm dealing with Ubungoma uh, actually on to the other side. Yes. And I realized that I did not have to choose between my father and all ah. of these things. I become now the very meeting point or there's two world views because you become that's what a full Africa is African. for me. Yes. A fully realized African. A fully and I was, realized African. I was about what to does, ask what, that. Are, what does that mean? I was about to ask, like, you know, yeah. um, how important is it? Because, you know, we live in Africa and then we've got these Western influences, like you say, postmodern, industrial. And we have the religious side of it as well, which is you choose, you know, usually Christianity for us Africans, but we still have our roots in Africa. How does one marry all those and become a complete African as you've experienced? Yeah, look at it this way. When you look at West Africa, you go to Mali. Mm. You listen to the Dogon people of Africa. Mm. You read the Dogon manuscripts that have been there for centuries. Mm. According to the Dogon creation myth, Ama, the sky god, mm-hmm. uh, took a paw. A paw is an invisible seed. Mm. Ama took this invisible seed and divided it into four clavicles. And he took one of these even more microscopic one. He shook it. It produced seven vibrations. Out of the seven vibrations, the universe was born. Wow. Matter was born. Stars and the light and the galaxies this is were the seven born. Seven days of creation. Yes. That's what the Dogon tell you. Mm-hmm. Not until 1970 do the highest learned minds of the world, the quantum mechanics, yeah. arrive at the string theory that the matter was created by a vibration of a string. In 1970, while centuries the documents were already saying, you ask yourself a question, where was Africa this time? You go back to the Dogon again. Mm-hmm. The Togon are going to tell you that uh, uh, they are the people of a small star, Portolo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that star uh, rotates around one little star once in 60 years. <laughs> That's why the Togon celebrate uh, what is called the Sikwi. One ceremony that happens once in 60 years. Because <laughs> it takes 60 years for this thing to do this. Mm. And when the uh, writers and anthropologists uh, at the 10, Magdalene and Michel Creaul said, what are you writing about? It's nonsense. They said, write what we tell you. History will absolve us. So they wrote that in 1931. <laughs> Only 15 years ago, did they discover that around the planet, the star Sirius, there is Sirius B that rotates mm. around that star once in about 60 years. How did the Dogon... How did they know? No. Without apparently the technology. Mm. (laughs) Answer is very simple. I have no answer. Yeah. The answer is very simple. It's it's from spiritually. They knew in their hearts. Because I suppose Africa, from, from the days of our origin, as Africans, even now, spiritually, we are very, we feel connected to a spiritual higher force. I've always felt that as well. And we don't uh, separate that spirituality from science. Yes. And from this. Now, 
who is described as a, a, a cleverest mind in the Western world? Einstein. Einstein. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Einstein solved the problem of space and time. Mm. Mm. Physicists, Newton, were saying there's space and there's time. Yes. Mm. Einstein said you cannot separate space from, from time. time. You cannot no. conceive the of, of these things, you know, yeah, between the theory of relativity. Mm. In my language, space is umkati. What does that mean? By umkati mm. means space. Okay. Time is isikati. Umkati the root of uh, the, the root of space and the root of time is indivisible. Therefore, as African people, we did not need an Einstein to tell us that uh, there's no space and uh, uh, space and time. Mm. There's always a space-time continuum. <laughs> it's very important for us to know these things, and and I suppose <laughs> you know we don't have them in our in our media space and our televisions no. and those sort of things. But since we have you here, I mean. Where do we originate from? You speak all these languages, Zulu, Sesotho, Afrikaans, Sepedi. As a people in this country, where do we come from? Mm. Now, when you look at us as uh, uh, black people in South Africa, we come from two streams. Uh-huh. The uh, Sesotho speaking people are Nilotic people. Mm. Okay. They are not Bantu. Okay. Okay. Although generally we are Bantu. We are Bantu, but Bantu right. is from Central Africa. Am I correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the Nguni. Yes, the Nguni. Yes. Now you ask even uh, uh, highest learned people where the word Nguni comes from. The Nguni people in Malawi are called uh, Ngoni. 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 Yeah. Ngoni yes. means central. Mm. Mm. Therefore, the Nguni people are those who came from central. Yes. Uh, that came from Central Africa. Okay. They came up in two streams. Yes. There are others that you call Amalala and others you call them Abambo. Bambo, Ambo means east. Mambo, Jambo, hello, people from the east. Lala, that's where you Lala, it's the west. So from Central Africa, those who came from the west of Central Africa wow. were called Amalala. Those others were called Amambo and the Kabinier and their own Goni sure. coming from the center. Yes. You move now to the Sutu speaking people. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you call the, the kings and the pharaohs in Egypt? You see? Mm. Ra. Ra, yes. Re. Mm. Ra. You go over of course. Ra, Re. Uh. You go yeah, over ra. to uh, Botswana. It yeah. is Ra. It is Re. Mm. You hear in Botswana, Babua, about the sacred area, about the Kikemiti. Mm. And that kind of committee in the ancient world, that's what Egypt used to be called, uh, uh, used to be called, uh, you know, used to be called the Kemit. You go over to uh, Ethiopia. Yeah. I was sitting in a taxi and uh, this guy, we were changing money in the taxi uh-huh. as usual. And then this guy was handing me money and this guy says to me, Nka. Nka? Yeah, Nka. <laughs> and, and I'm taking this money See, and I'm looking at this guy. It. I said to this guy, have you been to South Africa? He said, no. I said, but you speak with you, Zut. So he said, no, I don't. I <laughs> said, but you said to me, Nka. He said, no, that's what we are saying in Amharic when we give you something. Yes. Uh, Nka. Nka. <laughs> when you start listening actually to the languages, you realize that, you know, Tswana, Sutu, uh, you know, names, mm. words, it will proliferate <laughs> uh, in it. So the cultural unity of Africa is not a pipe dream. 
Yeah, it's it a real. There. It's, it's yeah, actually it's what it there. is. It's the real thing. We're running out of time. We've literally got very little time. Five minutes mm. to go with you, Baba. I'm going to ask you one last question. The importance of our clan names. Easy Tagazelo. We we all have these clan names, whether you're Nguni or your Sutu or your Pedi or your Tswana. How? What is the importance of them, and where do they originate? Let, let, let me give you by way of a little deduction. Yes. You see, when I look at the Tumi and Tumi is coming up trooping like this, I say, "Hey, Namkanje Utumi Ubu Taga Taga means you are weak, you are sick. Ah. If Ubu Taga Taga, I take you to Inyanga, Inyanga, your Taga." Because Ubu Taga Taga. If a Taga wrong, we are Taga Ta. If your illness wow. is emotional and mental, see a Taga Zela. We go back through to your ancestors to say who are you taking after <laughs> so, so, that we, so that we can trail you to the person you were with. Mm. Why were you named, uh, 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 you know, to me? Mm. We are going to find that. Uh, there was no other to me before you. You skip a generation. There was another to me, another yes, to me. When yes. you find out what did that to me do, uh, that to me must have been maybe a poet, uh, yes. uh, in, in, in the kingdom doing all of the kind of the things. Here you are, you are doing the same role, yes. actually, as a poet, but you are not actually realizing and doing it because we've got this stuff called Ufuzo. Where you take genetically from someone, you are a yes. reincarnated ancestor. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! So that's it's what you're saying right now is, if we want to find our purpose, if we want to be emotionally and spiritually well, easy tagazelo is so important because that's where we find our genetic code all the way back to say who you actually are. Oh yeah, that that, that that's that's general. in a nutshell. I was. Uh, uh, you know, driving up in a car with uh, one of uh, my uh, studio manager, you know, Jonathan Kamanga. And then we gave one wo uh, woman uh, a lift. She was hyper. I said, what's your name? He said, no, my name is Tikelede. Uh, I said, uh, oh, they named you after your grandmother. She says, yes, how do you know? And I said, and your grandmother uh, was a Sangom. She says, uh, yes, how do you uh, and, and, and know that? I said, your name and your behavior led me to that knowledge. Yo. We need to sit and talk with yo. our elders. We need to sit more yo. often with our elders. Yo. 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 Wow, we've been yo. educated. <laughs> we've yo. run out of time. No, Baba, we have to get you back. Yeah, we have to get you back, Baba. I, for I, I a whole need, hour. Yeah, for the whole hour. What, we please, have Baba, to please, get you Baba. back. We, just for ourselves. For ourselves. Just for you and yeah. me, you know? Because he, what we even haven't touched on is, you know, the role your father played and the role your uncle played. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. for me, they are very significant. In, in the, role, the, the, role, uh, the role my mother, uh, uh, the role my mother played. Mm. Yeah. In balancing these two brothers, these two so the centrality was, uh, a, 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 you know, up. Mm. And because he said, if you don't know where you come from, you won't know where you are going. If you don't know where you are going, any taxi will take you there. <laughs> on that note, on that note, on that note, that's. I mean, 
we don't need any more. No. We're going to say goodbye. No. So uh, Black Life, as you know, was brought to you by Club Med, the original all-inclusive holiday provider. To learn more about holidays enjoyed in style, go to www.clubmed.co.za or tweet them at, at clubmed underscore med underscore SA or call them on 011-840-2600. Club Med, holidays enjoyed in style. From us on that amazing note, thank yep. you so much, Baba, for being here with us. We have to get you back. We have to get you I'm back. I'm speechless. I am totally speechless. Uh, I don't even know what to say right now or what even to play out with. We're out of here. This is cliffcentral.com.